0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 38th episode of ABC Islam and our second episode of our second season Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be doing a very uh, exciting but very personal um, episode and that is about what it's like to live as a single young Muslim woman in London. Now, if you don't already know, we both live in London and we obviously um, are very lucky and privileged to be living in such a diverse city. However, we actually also want to talk a little bit about Islamophobia and how our spiritual life is in London. So hopefully we're going to be answering the questions about some background or context of what we did before coming to London. Um, How did uh, our families and you know how did we actually come here and you know how did we feel and also we're going to be talking about how our daily lives are as Muslim young women and also we're going to be talking about what our spiritual life like is in London and if it actually limits us from you know actually doing acts of worship outside so i think this is a very very interesting episode but obviously our experiences are very personal and it can differ from person to person so please do not think this is like exactly what it is like to live in london because everyone's experience is different but over here i have my muslim sister how do you feel that ramadan has ended
1: alhamdulillah I have been pretty good. And I think that the fact that Ramadan is going to makes me feel a bit lost sometimes. But um, I just I'm just so glad that I was able to live uh, another year and to experience Ramadan again. What about you?
0: Definitely. I think that, yes, I I am feeling good. But, you know, it's been a change to my routine, like, you know, from fasting all the way back to, um, you know, being able to eat and drink again but yeah i know we actually was able to go such a blessed month so we should be very very grateful to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that but if you'd like to know more about us please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below but today we're actually going to be talking about this um personal experience um episode and hopefully this will be very informative to you and obviously if you live in london you can definitely contact us on abcsalm gmail.com or dm us and tell us you know what's your experience or even if you live in any other part of the world you can also tell us your personal experience if you want but um, I would actually like to start off with the first question of this podcast episode and obviously if you don't already know we are both biological sisters so my sister is actually going to be answering this question for both of us and that is give us some background or context about what you did before coming to London and you know how did we actually
1: kind of come here I think that it's very important for us to, you know, it's really good at what you just said before that, you know, people should be telling us their experiences of living in certain countries, because then we know, if inshallah, we ever go in that country, we know what it's feel like kind of to go in there. So for example, if you're from India, and you want to write about what it's like to live in New Delhi or something, please do send us some emails. And we'll be very excited to read all of those inshallah. And for us actually what we uh did nine years ago we were i think i was a child i think I was a teenager and he was literally a toddler or something not toddler but like five years old or something um and i remember clearly that um it was a very uncertain decision it was just in the last minute that we decided to do this and we decided to come in 2011 to london from another european country that we're not going to be mentioning because it's for confidential purposes and you know personal reasons and um that country that we left i think that it was very very racist i'm not going to be lying and sugarcoating this to anyone because it was and 9 years ago definitely has changed so many things have changed in that country i know but what it was before nine years ago was very racist and the main reason why we came to London is very simple because of access to education because obviously the language that used to be spoken back there in that European country was mostly based on that country's language it was the national um, language but obviously that language was not going to give us a really nice job or you know access to education or access to kind of jobs that are very high paid or something like that and we're going to be very limited in opportunities but whereas in London there are a lot of opportunities for different kinds of people even if you did GCSEs for example you can have a nice job still and it's not limited to like color or race or gender or religion so I think alhamdulillah Allah has blessed us in that way to bring us to London and also I had very mixed feelings and I'm sure my sister did as well when we came to in this country or before as well because we were thinking oh we were born in that country we're no, never gonna see this country again we might even forget the language and I actually did um, because I did not speak that language anymore after coming here because I was so focused in English and I'm so fluent now alhamdulillah in English and I'm and I don't feel any regrets that the fact that I forgotten the language at all but yeah this would be the my our experiences
0: definitely and this is obviously as I said very similar to basically like you know this is very similar to what I've what I've also felt I also had very mixed feelings but yeah that was our
1: background yeah and this brings us to our second podcast question and that is how did your you and your family cope and come into a completely different country because let's let's be honest everything is different culture, language education everything
0: well, definitely, um, it was quite a different experience. Obviously, when you go from one country to another, like, it is a very different thing. And, you know, you have to get adapted not only to, you know, living there, but you also have to get adapted to the people, the culture, the, you know, the religious status, like, you know, if you have access to things and... We feel very grateful that London has actually given us all these opportunities obviously by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but I personally think that London is actually a very diverse, much more diverse than our, the European country that we came from and I think that this definitely opened doors for us because back when we were in that country we just felt like we were the only people of our skin colour. And it's kind of like, you know, it was kind of a little bit hard for us. But over here, I feel like it's definitely like we see more people of our skin color. And I don't know, it, it's not like... We don't like other races, but it's just that we want to also feel inclusive. And I think that London has actually given us this diversity and made us feel more welcome, in my opinion. And also, I think that um, we've definitely seen more people with the same ethnicity and nationality with us. And especially in the first house that we actually lived in London, where we lived there for about five years. And um, we actually, in that area, we actually made so many family friends. And, you know, they are actually also Muslim um, and they are from the same. Same nationality or ethnicity from uh, of ours, and we've actually made so many family friends there that they've actually helped us to access to different things like Islamic facilities, such as mosques and Islamic shops, Zamzam stores, uh, where you can get halal food that is obviously very important, and also where we can basically do our acts of worship very sort of openly over here in London and I think that it's definitely very very different from our European country that we came from because back in that country I feel like there wasn't even proper mosques that much so I think that that was definitely very very um, different but definitely by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have found that there is a lot of access to different things
1: yeah and i completely agree with your point about you know um about the mosques and stuff because i remember when we were in italy our mosque used to be like 20 minutes away from our house and that's by driving that's not by walking that's by driving you can imagine how much far it would be if you have to walk it would be like an hour so it was almost impossible to go for juma and like you know do daily prayers then and stuff like that because it would cost our petrol as well in that way and uh, yeah so definitely and
0: the next question that I would like to ask my sister which now we're both going to be answering this question because we both have very different experiences um, as my as you know as you may know my sister is actually a university student and I'm a teenager so we have been like my sister transitioned from a teenager to a young adult through um, these nine years that we've been living here whilst I've transitioned from a child to a teenager and I've seen we both seen different things so what is your daily life like as a Muslim young woman do you feel like it's limited and also do you feel like it has changed from when
1: you were a teenager to an adult Definitely. That's such a good question. And I think anybody who's listening to this wants to hear this from us. But I think that the positives I'm going to be talking about first and then a bit of the negatives. So the positives I've definitely faced as soon as I came in this country when I was 11, 12, it was that it was so inclusive, as you already have mentioned, like there were so many people like us, I was actually shocked and surprised because I never thought this could have happened. I thought London was going to be full of white people, Um, you know, white people who are Christian and that's it that's that's the country but as soon as I came in and we started living in this country I just felt so good and inclusive especially in schools as well because in schools this is where all the bullying starts and all those negative stuff happen but surprisingly even though I faced you know for my language because I didn't know how to speak English other than writing and reading I didn't know how to speak as fluently as I do now Alhamdulillah. It was very, very inclusive still because I could find people of my age and of my color and my religion. And I was not afraid to make friends because of that because... I was not afraid that people are going to be judging me for my skin color or poking me for my religion. Oh, you're a terrorist or something like that. I have, Alhamdulillah, not faced any kind of that in the past nine years. Uh, I don't know if if that's because I'm shy and I don't like really going out or something. But I think that generally speaking, I think that's how London it is. It's like very rare to find somebody like who's facing Islamophobia and stuff. And if I had to talk about the negatives of this country, it would be that. um sometimes i do feel like in buses and trains especially if i am an only hijabi there or an only muslim woman there um i get i get a lot of stares in a way like oh why is she doing here or oh seriously why did she have to get into this bus or something like that but i've never but I've, alhamdulillah never faced somebody coming into my face and telling me that oh you're such a terrorist or why do you keep bombing the places and stuff like that um but other than that uh, my experience in london has been alhamdulillah the best of my life and i couldn't have asked anything better from allah what about you um I think that your experience yes is a little bit
0: different from mine but I think we both agree on the fact that London is very very inclusive and I feel like that is definitely very very important um so I'd obviously like to talk about my experience and I would I'm also going to be starting with the positives um but you know I feel like when it comes to you know London I feel like through these nine years like it hasn't changed that much because I feel like you know London was always very inclusive, in my opinion, like it was pretty diverse all the time. So I think that it didn't need to go like from a big change. For example, the European country we came from, I think that there has actually been um, some major changes to how they treat Muslim people. But I feel like over here, it's always been like, you know, they respect the differences. So I think it's not that much of a big difference. But for me, I think the positives of, you know, being a Muslim young uh, from a child to a teenager now, I think that generally as my sister says very inclusive but I feel like in certain boroughs, for example you know that in London there are specific boroughs and I feel like in specific boroughs there are specific areas where only um, a particular ethnicity might live so for example in our area that we live in it's mostly people of our colour, not from our biological country but from our colour that um, we see that there are people so um, if you go to other areas such as um, specific where you know there's like a lot of I would say like offices and things like that you might see more like white people for example or black people so I feel like um you know definitely some areas do have more of people of color and I feel like some people when they come and to live here they look at those things they look at the statistics of how many people of which ethnicities are in these boroughs and I think that's definitely very something that you want to look at if you want to feel a bit more inclusive in my opinion if you want and also I feel like uh, another positive is that obviously as I go to an all-girls school if you don't already know um, as because I lit the school is like literally very near my house so again I see people that are from my area like very frequently and again they're mostly of my skin color but one thing that again is might be a negative is that I don't see anyone from our, that many people from our biological country so wherever my parents are originally from and where we're biologically from and also um, I feel like another very small negative which I don't know if that's a really a big negative and that is that I don't really see that like even though I have a lot of Muslims in my school I, I feel like there is not that many people who actually practice the religion obviously school and religion are like can be two different things so maybe that's why people don't do it but generally when it comes to religion I don't really see it practiced that much in my school um and but however I would say that um generally I feel like the another positive is that I'm able to make friends more easily over here I think that that's definitely very good and also I think that um Islamophobia is very little in my opinion like I don't think
1: Islamophobia is that big over here Definitely, but some of us, somebody who's might be listening and living in London, they might be completely disagreeing with whatever we are saying right now. But that's just our personal experience, and inshallah, it will be keep improving like this. We don't want to face any kind of Islamophobia, of course. Uh, but this brings us to our last um, question of our episode, and that is, how is your spiritual or describe your whole spiritual living and relationship uh, with Allah uh, Subhanahu Wa Taala in London? If you have to describe it in one word. Okay well I think
0: that um, definitely we've like talked about both the positives and the negatives so I thought it would be right to actually describe my spiritual life in London in one word and that is controversial so the reason why I think it's controversial is because I think that yes London is very inclusive yes London is very diverse yes London is very um, you know like it doesn't really limit you and I feel like you know there are mosques available obviously we're quarantining right now so we're not doing that but like you know usually when there was a lockdown like you know there is mosques available that you know you can go to very regularly if you want and I feel like that is very very good there is Islamic shops and you know you know like I just feel like Islamophobia is very less, like, I don't think in a very, it, it's not like every single day you're going to be called a terrorist over here if you're a Muslim and if you're, you know, just showing that you're a Muslim. I think that that's just very uncommon in my opinion, but again, it might differ from person to person and from what area you live in, in London maybe, or even even in England. Um, however, I would say that the reason why it's also controversial is because I feel like, I feel like people also don't recognise the gaps. I feel like even though Islamophobia like might not be common face to face when you go outside is still common in media and if you watch the news literally nearly every single day like you will see at least one little thing about Muslims or you know maybe just like very once a week Once a week, once a month, like you will see something about Muslims and you should, I feel like some people sometimes just ignore that. And I feel like a lot of Muslims by now are just very used to just seeing Muslims being, um, you know, backstabbed in media. But I feel like, you know, we can't really fight, like we shouldn't be fighting and doing violence about it. But I think that we should recognize that there is still Islamophobia, especially media, even if it's not face to face in London, in my opinion
1: yeah and i don't know how these people who are in media and stuff they can only be just saying negative things about islam and stuff but whenever a muslim does something good they never report it and they never like you know for example i've seen this on instagram like this man and he's giving out free food to i think people in streets of usa or something or new york or something and That never got reported. It had to be like an Islamic media company to actually go ahead and publicize this. But this is never going to be featured in BBC or CNN or any kind of things like this. And that is very unfortunate. And hopefully, inshallah, it will change.
0: Definitely. People just don't recognize the gaps
1: yeah, but if I had to describe one word for myself, it would be fluctuating, definitely, because some days, as a hijabi, I feel like, you know, that I want to, I want to show to the world that I'm a hijabi, I'm a Muslim woman, I'm empowered, I'm going to education, I'm going to a university to learn and educate and change the world and stuff, but other days, I feel like, mm, I actually don't want to feel like to wear this, uh, I've actually feel very insecure, I feel like people are going to give me stares, and I don't really like that, especially if it's like, people of people that might be a bit more Islamophobic and stuff because you can't see Islamophobia on the face of people you can you can if only if you talk to them then you will know that if they like you or not and that can make me feel a bit insecure but one thing that I have been doing for the longest of time, mashallah uh, Braikala is to say ayatul kursi before I leave the house, just in case if anybody tries to hit me or something. Um, but yeah, I've been protected since then, and I couldn't have asked for any other better country from Allah Subhanahu Taala to live in. Yep, I think I agree with that.
0: So yeah, that was just our personal experiences of, you know, our spiritual life or our life in general when it comes to living in London as a single young Muslim woman. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed this episode. But Before you leave, I would just like to quickly say a Quranic verse from chapter 49, verse 13, and I quote, O mankind, we have created you male and female and appointed you races and tribes so that you may know one another, End quote. So this clearly shows to us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made races, he has made people's skin colours different so that we can learn from one another. It's not just to be racist, it's not to be, um, you know, differentiating people. We should be respecting people's differences and, you know, um, I feel like globalisation, like, you know, bringing ideas, services and goods All around the world can be something that's very... beneficial to some countries or to some people so i think that we should be taking advantage and if you live in a country where islam is not the prominent religion then you can hopefully learn a few things from us or even if you live in a muslim country then hopefully you know maybe your experience might be a little bit different from us so alhamdulillah we've come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new if you don't already know we upload every tuesday and wednesday for islamically independent series here on abc islam Please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts and Spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on uh, make sure to check out the description box below where we have some free gifts and also you can contact us if you want to talk about talking about your personal experience of you know how it feels like for you whether you live in London or whether you live in any other country in the world you know how about what, what do you feel about your tribes and your races like what do you think about this it's your choice if you want to actually send this to us but Jazakallah khair for listening Listening. May Allah bless us all, and we will, inshallah, see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.